Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna, and I'm your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 29th of June, and it is the 30th of Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. And today is Rosh Chodesh, New Moon, Day 1. This week, our Torah portion is called Korach, which means, well, in English it's Korah. And today's reading will be Numbers 16, 44 through 50. If, however, you are reading through a Bible that follows the Hebrew chapter and verse count, today's verses are Numbers 17, 9 through 15. Well, before we get into our readings, let's take a moment, as we do each day, to just bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Get away from among this congregation, that I may consume them in a moment. They fell on their faces, and Moshe said to Aaron, Take your censer, put fire from the altar in it, lay incense on it, carry it quickly to the congregation, and make atonement for them, for wrath has gone out from the Lord, the plague has begun." Aaron did as Moshe said, and ran into the middle of the assembly, and the plague had already begun among the people. So he put the, on the incense and made atonement for the people. And he stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stayed. Now those who died by the plague were fourteen thousand and seven hundred in addition to those who had died about the matter of Korach. And Aharon returned to Moshe, to the door of the tent of meeting, and the plague was stopped. That was Numbers sixteen forty-four through 50, or seventeen nine through 15, according to the Hebrew chapter and verse counting. Today, our portion from the prophets is Jeremiah, or Yirmiyahu, Chapter 49 Concerning the Ammonites, this is what the Lord says. Has Israel no sons? Has he no heir? Why then does Malcolm possess God, and his people dwell in its cities? Therefore behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will cause an alarm of war to be heard against Rabbah of the children of Ammon. And it will become a desolate heap, and her daughters will be burned with fire. Then Israel will possess those who possessed him, says the Lord. Wail, Cheshbon, for Ai is laid waste. Cry, you daughters of Rabbah, clothe yourselves in sackcloth, Lament and run back and forth among the fences. 
for Malcolm will go into captivity, his priests and his princes together. Why do you boast in the valleys, you flowing valley, backsliding daughter? You trusted in her treasures, saying, Who will come to me? Behold, I will bring a terror on you, says the Lord God of hosts, from all who are around you. All of you will be driven completely out, and there will be no one to gather together the fugitives. But afterward, I will reverse the captivity of the children of Ammon, says the Lord. Concerning Edom, this is what the Lord of hosts says. Is wisdom no more in Teman? Has counsel perished from the prudent? Has their wisdom vanished? Flee, turn back, dwell in the depths, inhabitants of Dedan, for I will bring the calamity of Esav on him, the time when I visit him. If grape-gatherers came to you, would they not leave some gleaning grapes? If thieves came by night, would they not destroy until they had enough? But I have made Esav bare. I have uncovered his secret places, and he will not be able to hide himself. His offspring will, is destroyed, with his brothers and his neighbors, and he is no more. Leave your fatherless children. I will preserve them alive. Let your widows trust in me. This is what the Lord says. Behold, those whose judgment was not to drink of the cup will certainly drink. And are you he who will altogether go unpunished? You will not go unpunished, but you will surely drink. For I have sworn by myself, says the Lord, that Botsarah will become an astonishment, a reproach, a waste, and a curse, and all its cities will be perpetual wastes. I have heard news from the Lord, and an ambassador is sent among the nations, saying, Gather yourselves together, come against her, rise up to the battle. For behold, I have made you small among the nations, and despised among men. As for your terror, and the pride of your heart has deceived you. O oh, you who dwell in the clefts of the rock, who hold the height of the hill, Though you should make your nest as high as the eagle, I will bring you down from there, says the Lord. Edom will become an astonishment. Everyone who passes by it will be astonished and will hiss at all its plagues. As in the overthrow of Sdom and Amorah and its neighbor cities, says the Lord, no man will dwell there, neither will any son of man live therein. Behold, he will come up like a lion from the pride of the Elden against the strong habitation. For I will suddenly make them run away from it, and whoever is chosen, I will appoint him over it. For who is like me? Who will appoint me a time? Who is the shepherd who will stand before me? Therefore hear the counsel of the Lord that he has taken against Edom, and his purpose that he has purposed against the inhabitants of Teman.
Surely they will drag them away, the little ones of the flock. Surely he will make their habitation desolate over them. The earth trembles at the noise of their fall. There is a cry, the noise which is heard in the reed sea. Behold, he will come up and fly as the eagle and spread out his wings against Botzrah. The heart of the mighty men of Edom at that day will be as the heart of a woman in her pangs. Of Damascus, Hamat is confounded, and Arpad, for they have heard evil news. They have melted away. There is sorrow on the sea. It cannot be quiet. Damascus has grown feeble. She turns herself to flee, and trembling has seized her. Anguish and sorrows have taken hold of her, as of a woman in travail. How is the city of praise not forsaken, the city of my joy? Therefore her young men will fall in her streets, and all the men of war will be brought to silence in that day, says the Lord of hosts. I will kindle a fire in the wall of Damascus, and it will devour the palaces of Ben-Hadad. Concerning Kedar, and of the kingdoms of Chatzor, which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, struck. This is what the Lord says. Arise, go up to Kedar, and destroy the children of the east. They will take their tents and their flocks. They will carry away for themselves their curtains, all their vessels and their camels, and they will cry to them, Terror, on every side. Flee, wander far off, dwell in the depths, you inhabitants of Chatzor, says the Lord. For Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, has taken counsel against you and has conceived a purpose against you. Arise, go up to a nation that is at ease, that dwells without care, says the Lord, that has neither gates nor bars, that dwells alone. Their camels will be a booty, and their multitude of their livestock a plunder. I will scatter to all winds those who have the corners of their beards cut off, and I will bring their calamity from every side of them, says the Lord. Chatzor will be a dwelling place of jackals, a desolation forever. No man will dwell there, neither will any son of man live therein. The word of the Lord that came to Yehemiahu the prophet concerning Elam in the beginning of the reign of Tzidkiyahu, king of Yehudah, saying, This is what the Lord of hosts says, Behold, I will break the bow of Elam, the chief of their might. I will bring on Elam the four winds from the four quarters of heaven and will scatter them toward all those winds. There will be no nation where the outcasts of Elam will not come. I will cause Elam to be dismayed before their enemies and before those who seek their life. I will bring evil on them, my fierce anger, says the Lord, and I will send the sword after them until I have consumed them. I will set my throne in Elam and will destroy from there king and princess, says the Lord.
but it will happen in the end of days that I will reverse the captivity of Elam, says the Lord. That was Jeremiah chapter 49. Today our portion from the writings will be Daniel 11. As for me, in the first year of Dagiavish the Mede, I stood up to confirm and strengthen him. And now I will show you the truth. Behold, three more kings will stand up in Persia, and the fourth will be far richer than all of them. When he has grown strong through his riches, he will stir up all against the realm of Greece. Then a mighty king will stand up, who will rule with great dominion and do according to his will. And when he stands up, his kingdom will be broken and will be divided toward the four winds of heaven, but not to his posterity, nor according to his dominion with which he ruled. For his kingdom will be plucked up and go to others besides these. The king of the south will be strong. One of his princes will become stronger than him and have dominion, and his dominion will be a great dominion. At the end of years, they will join themselves together, and the daughter of the king of the south will come to the king of the north to make an agreement, but she will not retain the strength of her arm. He will also not stand, nor with his arm, but she will be given up with those who brought her and he who became the father of her, and he who strengthened her in those times. But out of a shoot from her roots, one will stand up in his place, who will come to the army, and will enter into the fortress of the king of the north, and will deal against them, and will prevail. He will also carry their gods with their molten images, and with their goodly vessels of silver and of gold, captive into Egypt. He will refrain some years from the king of the north, and he will come into the realm of the king of the south, but he will return into his own land. His sons will wage war and assemble a multitude of great forces, which will come on and overflow and pass through. They will return and wage war, even to his fortress, the king of the south will be moved with anger and will come out and fight with him, even with the king of the north. He will send out a great multitude, and the multitude will be given into his hand. The multitude will be lifted up, and his heart will be exalted. He will cast down tens of thousands, but he will not prevail. The king of the north will return and will send out a multitude greater than the former. He will come on at the end of the times of years with a great army and with much substance. In those times, many will stand up against the king of the south. Also, the children of the violent among your people will lift themselves up to establish the vision, but they will fall. So the king of the north will come and cast up a mound and take a well-fortified city. The forces of the south will not stand, 
neither will his chosen people, neither will there be any strength to stand. But he who comes against him will do according to his own will, and no one will stand before him. He will stand in the glorious land, and destruction will be in his hand. He will set his face to come with the strength of his whole kingdom, and with him equitable conditions, and he will perform them. And he will give him the daughter of women to corrupt her, but she will not stand with him or be for him. After this, he will turn his face to the islands and will take many, but a prince will cause the reproach offered by him to cease. Yes, moreover, he will cause his reproach to turn on him. Then he will turn his face toward the fortresses of his own land, but he will stumble and fall and will not be found. Then one who will cause a tax collector to pass through the kingdom to maintain its glory will stand up in his place, but within few days he shall be destroyed, not in anger and not in battle. In his place a contemptible person will stand up, to whom they had not given the honor of the kingdom, but he will come in time of security, and will obtain the kingdom by flatteries, and the arms of the flood will be swept away from before him, and will be broken, yes, also the prince of the covenant. After the league made with him, he will work deceitfully, for he will come up and will become strong with a small people. In time of security he will come even on the fattest places of the province, and he will do that which his fathers have not done, nor his father's fathers. He will scatter among them plunder, spoil, and riches. Yes, he will devise his plans against the strongholds, even for a time. He will stir up his power and his courage against the king of the south with a great army, and the king of the south will wage war in battle with an exceedingly great and mighty army, but he will not stand, for they will devise plans against him. Yes, those who eat of his food will destroy him, and his army will be swept away, and many will fall down slain. As for both these kings, their hearts will be to do mischief, and they will speak lies at one table, but it will not prosper, for the end will still be at the appointed time. Then he will return into his land with great wealth, but his heart will be against the holy covenant, and he will take action and return to his own land. He will return at the appointed time and come into the south, but this time will not be like the first, for ships of Kittim will come against him. Therefore he will be grieved and will return and have indignation against the holy covenant and will take action. He will even return and have regard to those who forsake the holy covenant. Forces will stand on his part and they will profane the sanctuary, even the fortress, and will take away the continual burnt offering. 
Then they will set up the abomination that makes desolate. He will corrupt those who do wickedly against the covenant by flatteries. But the people who know their God will be strong and take action. Those who are wise among the people will instruct many. Yet they will fall by the sword and by flame, by captivity and by plunder many days. Now when they fall, they will be helped with a little help, but many will join themselves to them with flatteries. Some of those who are wise will fall to refine them and to purify and to make them white, even to the time of the end, because it is yet for the time appointed. The king will do according to his will. He will exalt himself and magnify himself above every god, and will speak marvelous things against the god of gods. He will prosper until the indignation is accomplished, for that which is determined will be done. He will not regard the gods of his fathers, or the desire of women, or regard any god, for he will magnify himself above all. But in his place he will honor the god of fortresses. He will honor a god whom his fathers did not know, with gold, silver, and with precious stones and pleasant things. He will deal with the strongest fortresses by the help of a foreign god. He will increase with glory whoever acknowledges him. He will cause them to rule over many and will divide the land for a price. At the time of the end, the king of the south will contend with him, and the king of the north will come against him like a whirlwind, with chariots, with horsemen, and with many ships. He will enter into the countries and will overflow and pass through. He will enter also into the glorious land, and many countries will be overthrown, but these will be delivered out of his hand. Edom, Moab, and the chief of the children of Ammon. He will also stretch out his hand on the countries. The land of Egypt will not escape. But he will have power over the treasures of gold and of silver and over all the precious things of Egypt. The Libyans and the Ethiopians will be at his steps. But news out of the east and out of the north will trouble him, and he will go out with great fury to destroy and to utterly sweep away many. He will plant the tents of his palace between the sea and the glorious holy mountain. Yet he will come to his end, and no one will help him. That was Daniel chapter 11. And now, for our portion from the Apostles, we will be reading 2 Corinthians 13. This is the third time I am coming to you. At the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. I told you before, and foretell you as if I were present the second time. So now, being absent... I write to those who have sinned before now, and to all the rest, 
that if I come again I will not spare, seeing that you seek a proof of Messiah who speaks in me, who toward you is not weak, but is powerful in you. For he was crucified through weakness, yet he lives through the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but we will live with him through the power of God toward you. Examine yourselves, whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Or do you not know this about yourselves, that Yeshua the Messiah is in you, unless indeed you are disqualified? But I hope that you will know that we are not disqualified. Now I pray to God that you do no evil, not that we may appear approved, but that you may do that which is honorable, though we are as reprobate. For we can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. For we rejoice when we are weak and you are strong. And we also pray for this, that you be made complete. For this cause I write these things while absent, that I may not deal sharply when present, according to the authority which the Lord gave me for building up and not for tearing down. Finally, brothers, rejoice. Aim for restoration, comfort one another, be of the same mind, live in shalom, and the God of love and shalom be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the holy ones greet you. The grace of the Lord Yeshua the Messiah and the love of God and the fellowship of the Ruach HaKodesh be with you all. Amen. That was Second Corinthians 13, and it wraps up that letter. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Luke 4, 1 through 21 today also. Well, I want to wrap up by presenting a prayer request and by thanking all of you who have been praying for us. Um, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate your prayers at this time. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so now this prayer request is from Melissa, and she asks that God would give them direction to follow his will. They need a very clear yes or no in answer to pursuing a new job prospect. So we just pray that Melissa and her family will be guided very clearly by the hand of the Father. Thank you, God, that you hear our prayers. Um, just so that everyone knows, we've got quite a list of prayer requests, so we'll be taking them one at a time. And if you haven't heard yours read up yet, that's because um, we're just getting to them one at a time. If you want to mail in a prayer request, you can email us to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com. Thank you, ladies, for praying for each other and for standing with us. Um, it is a beautiful thing that we can pray and support one another, even though we don't know each other. God knows everyone of us, and he hears all of our prayers. May you have a blessed day, and may the words of God go deep into the soil of your heart and bear much fruit in your life. 
I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time. Thank you.